Welcome to your Full Circle Friday. My name is Sarah, a certified trauma recovery coach with Full Circle Wellspring. Trauma causes a disruption in our neural pathways and can halt survivors from staying connected to themselves, others, and the world around them. They can abandon or exile parts of themselves behind a wall of shame and fear. These episodes are dedicated toward understanding trauma and learning about outside resources, adjunctive services, recommendations, techniques, coping skills, and more to support and encourage the survivor on their journey back to their authentic selves. Let's get started. Today's topic is voice and choice. Trauma survivors who begin to heal often recognize how much they were not allowed to or safe to vocalize their preferences or wants and needs. Abuse and trauma inflicted by someone in power over you make so many demands on you that you quickly realize there is no place for your decisions or your desires. Especially for children, self-abandonment is very common. It's a coping mechanism in order to help you stay safe and not be targeted by your abusers. You learn to reject parts of yourself, to suppress down emotions and feelings and wishes. You lose yourself to your abuser. Many developmental trauma survivors will say that they feel like they absorbed the emotions and desires of the abusive figure in their life. And they literally may have lost touch with their own sense of self. This means that not only was there a long period of just suppressing and silencing yourself, but after time, you can truly feel as if you don't even have emotions or wants. This can lead to complete self-neglect as you start believing you aren't worth even basic human needs like food and hygiene. So a big step in the trauma recovery process is learning to become self-aware, reconnecting with your own human body and with your emotions, recognizing that you have preferences and desires and realizing that you are allowed to make choices for yourself and then voice that choice to others. This can be a very difficult part of the process and can take a long time to rewire the brain into allowing you to do these once very unsafe things. If you haven't heard it yet, you have a choice. You are safe in this space to want something for yourself. You are allowed to have a desire and then to go after it. You can decide for yourself, whether it's a boundary, a preference, saying no, or just walking away. Anything you need, you have the right to ask for, to go get it yourself, to work toward it, or to seek it from others. You have a choice to not do something that makes you uncomfortable or scared. Anything that hurts you, something that doesn't align with your moral compass, or even just something you aren't in the mood to do at that time, you have a choice. Listen carefully. You have a choice. Sometimes the work takes time to even get to that point, to even reconnect with your true self enough to even see the light that you want something and that it's not selfish. I am speaking from years of my own self-experience. Once you get there, next, you may encounter another hurdle where you finally know that you actually want or don't want something, but you don't feel safe or brave enough yet to speak it out loud. That is okay. 
Self-awareness is always the first step. This is where I challenge clients to try using their voice in inconsequential situations. Try practicing a boundary in the grocery store checkout line by asking someone who's too close to you to please give you some space. Practice telling a coworker no when they ask for help and then go back and try it more times, but without the excuses or even the apologizing that usually follows a no. Just a no thanks, I can't do this right now. You can also try asking a stranger for help with something like to try to reach something high up on a shelf. You can buy yourself something nice and then practice the self-kindness talk when the guilt tries to kick in and make you feel selfish. If you routinely don't take a full hour lunch or your breaks, start taking those. They're yours. So take back that power by allowing yourself a bit of time to indulge every day. These are small ways you can voice your opinion, ask for what you need, and give yourself some self-care and grace to start feeling more confident in your self-awareness and reconnection with what you want. These small circumstances where you can practice, these should be people who you don't really care about or maybe ones that you'll never see again. There's no harm in just practicing your voice and choice speeches on them just until you can get the hang of it. From there, it will, I promise, get easier to ask your partner for what you need sexually, to tell your in-laws no when they ask to come over, to not cater to your boss's whims when they keep changing your shifts around without notice, to honor your body when you need rest and to not feel guilty for taking a self-care moment, and to stand up for yourself when someone is treating you like a pushover. It can seem ridiculously hard if you're still back at the beginning of this journey, but this is where life gets really good. This is where you no longer are willing to suppress your true self, silence your inner longings, and self-abandon. As a trauma-trained recovery coach who practices trauma-informed care, I constantly remind my clients that they always have voice and choice. They get to decide what we talk about and what we work on. They can always say no. In fact, even if they say yes to wanting to try X, they can stop at any time. You will never hurt my feelings by not being okay talking about something, and I will continually ask consent before we dive into a topic to make sure this is still how you want to use your time. You even have voice and choice from the very first initial appointment, which is, albeit very formal, not client-led intake session. My 90-minute intake appointment is a bit rigid with me asking the questions so that I can get all the forms done, so from there you can use your sessions how you'd like. But however, even in that intake process, you're never obligated to answer any questions or divulge information that you aren't ready to talk about. And in my opinion, everyone in your inner circle should be helping you to regain your voice and choice and never hindering your process or forcing you to self-abandon your trueness when they are around. So take an inventory of those closest to you and make sure they are supportive to this part of your process. If they aren't honoring your newly found voice and choice, it may be time to reconsider their role in your life. Anything I can do to help, feel free to reach out and connect. Keep voicing and choicing your way back to your authentic self. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of Trauma Survivorhood. This has been written and created by your host, Sarah, a trauma recovery coach. For more info about me, trauma recovery resources, or to check out our support groups, classes, free survivor circles, 
private coaching, and more, visit www.fullcirclewellspring.com. Schedule a complimentary 20-minute discovery call to see if coaching is right for you. For the latest info on schedules and updates, follow us on Facebook at Full Circle Wellspring. All other media, social links, blogs, and show notes are posted in the episode guide below. Until next time, be well, survivors.